Hello and welcome to Overanalyzing Survivor. I'm your host Matt. And I'm JR. Join us as we discuss and dig deep into various topics about Survivor. So for this episode, we're going to be giving our action and recap of episode 2 of Survivor 43. So first thing that I want to mention, uh, we finally got some kind of survival aspect. They mentioned something about getting food, which Gabler suggested worms. <laughs> Did they actually eat worm? I, I'm sure someone has. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also like, if you're going to eat worms, just eat coconuts. Well, more protein. <laughs> but I mean, it's how many days now? 30? 26. 26 days? Coconuts. <laughs> Really? If it were you, you would be fine eating coconuts for 26 days? Versus eating coconuts and worms? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, I get it if it's like you're actually stuck in the island and you need protein. Yeah. But it's 26 days. <laughs> and then you might get food from challenges. <laughs> or even if you don't, I can survive 26 days eating coconuts if the other side of the argument is I need to eat worms. Mm-hmm. so I don't know maybe that's why they don't like him <laughs> anyway <laughs> like he's forcing them to eat worms <laughs> I mean you can try it if you just wanna cause it's apparent in this episode that a lot of them are in it for the experience really like they're just happy I mean they obviously wanna win and they're obviously trying but it also became apparent that like a lot of them are also I'm finally in Survivor and blah 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 oh, yeah, and yeah. just happy about it. So maybe it's that as well. But yeah, and we got Cody jumping off a rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's they're they're also in it for fun. It's the bottom line. Yeah. So yeah. So weird thing for me was the preview that they showed in the first episode. Oh, the storm. Yeah, most of that happened in the first five minutes <laughs> of this episode. I guess, I mean. <laughs> so yeah, so the storm was shown for probably a minute. <laughs> they made it look like it was the big thing and it wasn't really anything. Yeah. <laughs> they did show the aftermath when they were trying to get fire after the fire went out. But still, mm. <laughs> nothing <Yeah>. much. <laughs> so yeah, in the aftermath of the storm, we were shown Gabler struggling because probably he didn't get much sleep that night or whatever. Based on the, I think I think we're meant to think that that may be a reason why he's being targeted. Even though he's physically strong, he's in a bad shape. He might be sick or something. Or maybe he was being noisy when he couldn't sleep. I don't know. Mm, possibly. Yeah. Beyond that and the storm, they didn't show much after the tribal council in Baga. Well, Owen was kind of scared that he was being targeted. But other than that, they just showed Gabler. <laughs> mm. Then, next tribe was the Red Tribe. We were shown Dwight and Jesse bonding and looking for advantages. And <laughs> Jesse called Dwight his island wife. <laughs> no, I think his specifically was, which he shows later, is like he has things like strategies with his wife. Which he mentions later that he has strategies with his wife to tackle problems. Mm -hmm. And he was going to use those strategies in the island with Dwight. It was like the pineapple zone thing later. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. 
one thing I noticed in this episode was the people who didn't get their spotlight in the first episode got their spotlight now. So mm. that's something that's kind of new, at least in the previous two seasons that they did. Previously, they would focus more on the game. So it is good thing to get to know the players so that you're invested in them. <laughs> Since Netflix has a lot of series coming out, etc., I think they're getting more from that formula where the first few episodes are introducing characters, mm-hmm. which is normal anyway, but the ensemble cast series mm-hmm. series do it that way now. Like, all of them do. Like, Titans, The Boys, whatever. <laughs> all of which are not Netflix ones. Titans is but Netflix, I think. Whatever. But yeah, like, things with ensemble cast do like a first X episodes is introducing people and then how they mix in a future episode kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like Game of Thrones did that is still not Netflix. But but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, everyone gets my point. Uh, yeah, yeah. So they kind of do that formula because it works. Then we were shown two sides of opinions about Cody. You mentioned that Cody kind of became different in this episode. He became more of a surfer dude instead of the devious thing. <laughs> he became a lot more likable in this episode versus the first one. Mm-hmm. Something was off in the first one. I guess it's like being excited changes your demeanor a bit or something. And that's why he was different. Or it might be bad editing. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's, it also includes what he was saying and stuff. Hmm. Dwight actually wanted to target Cody because apparently Cody had not been strategizing with him kind of understandable but you also don't want to strategize with everyone because that's one way to get caught in a lie (laughs) Dwight doesn't feel like he knows what he's doing for Mm. the most part in the social aspect yeah I kind of feel that but I don't know then we were also shown Jesse's opinion where he likes Cody he likes being around Cody because Cody's fun Mm. (laughs) so social game (laughs) so we then jump to the blue tribe Carla gets a few minutes talking about her alliance with the girls plus James then Jiro and Ryan potentially forming uh, an alliance while they were picking almonds and papayas (laughs) so there more more survival aspect (laughs) I mean it was like they got one almond or something it's less of survival and more of they wanted to get a nut. So, I mean, it's... Yeah, they're looking for food, but it doesn't feel like survival. It felt like I don't have anything to do. I might as well look for food more than we need to look for food. We're hungry. So that part, eh. But everything else, like the eventual looking for fish, etc., that mm. felt more genuine. But this part, it's okay. Yeah, actually, we haven't been shown them cooking anything. Because <laughs> they haven't gotten anything that needs to be cooked, I think. Because they did mention here that everyone's been eating coconuts, so... Well, in the past, tribes would cook coconuts. Apparently, when you fry up coconuts, they taste like popcorn or something. <laughs> Why would you prefer popcorn, flavorless popcorn? <laughs> like, plain popcorn with no butter versus coconuts, though. I mean... I feel like coconuts taste better than popcorn with nothing, not even salt. Yeah. I guess it's kind of 
after let's say 10 days you're just eating coconuts then you probably want something new right <laughs> it's like would you eat coconuts or just rice with nothing else hmm I'd prefer the coconut. So, I don't know. Or maybe it's coconut-flavored popcorn. That's what it tastes like. So, uh, you know. Also, it's like anything that gets fried tastes better. So, maybe maybe it does work. So, yeah. Whatever. Anyway. <laughs> then we were shown Ellie wearing her... Is it called a walking leg compared to a running blade? I don't know if you can call it a walking leg, but basically, yeah, we talked about it in the first one where she was on a running blade the whole time. Mm -hmm. And why didn't they give her the normal prosthetic leg? And this time they showed that she actually has one. Now it makes more sense. So, But the thing is, they don't show the two legs at the same time on purpose, I think. So it might be that the production team's holding one of the legs or something. <laughs> yeah, because where did she keep it? Yeah. So, yeah. It takes out of the immersion, but that's what it is. Because <laughs> it's definitely not in her bag. So, <laughs> But I guess it made sense to show that versus like suddenly her leg is different and maybe you won't notice. Which could have been the other route they took. Mm -hmm. But they intentionally put a scene where she explained it mm -hmm. for that purpose. Yeah. Then in the previous night after Tribal Council, we weren't sure any strategizing after their vote. But then we were shown what was going on in Baka. The two women, Janine and Ellie, were shown looking for idols or advantages. And, well, Ellie misses the advantage with us right in front of her face. <laughs> was that an advantage that wasn't the one with the warning? Or is it the same? It was probably the same thing. Was it called? Beware advantage. Beware advantage. I asked because the color of the paper was different. It was a lot lighter mm -hmm. and it was folded. It was a long fold versus the other one which was like tiny. It might have just been folded differently so it can be seen. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it looked very different. Yeah, it could be a different advantage. We don't know. That like, It might have an item inside it or something. Mm. Yeah. Could be something like an extra vote or whatever. Mm. Then Ellie and Janine were discussing their strategy. So they're in a five-person tribe. It's the two of them. And they're thinking of taking in one of the men. So they were considering Owen or Sammy. And Ellie kind of became mommy Ellie. <laughs> she was talking about how the two of them were children and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> they were underestimating the men. They were saying that the guys don't seem to know what they're doing. Then we were shown that the guys were just having fun, pretending to throw around footballs or whatever. But then we were also shown that they actually do have some strategy in them. Sammy was talking to the other two guys and said that they should stick together because they have the numbers over the girls. Hmm. So we'll see how that develops. We then go to the challenge for both immunity and reward. The reward was fishing gear. The challenge itself is the usual big three-tribe challenge. But something to note for me was NECA was a physical liability during the challenge. And Vessi, even when they had already caught up at the puzzle, even Jeff was calling them out that they were going in slow motion. So more of Jeff being an ass, but anyway. Mm. <laughs> so obviously, since they were moving in slow motion, Vessi ends up losing. And then afterwards, 
we find out that one of their puzzle pieces was still in the bag. So they couldn't have finished the puzzle anyway. <laughs> That's why I thought they would also consider Dwight. Because he, it seemed like it was his fault why it was left in the bag. Was it his fault? He said something that he missed it mm. or something like that. So it felt like it was. Okay. And it's not like they were going to win anyway. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there have been big comebacks in Survivor. We never know. <laughs> Someone might be really good at puzzles. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway. No, I mean, but this is more of a time puzzle than an actual puzzle. A jigsaw yeah. puzzle doesn't really, you know, require you to be smarter or anything to be fast. It's just trying pieces. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, before we discuss the strategizing and the losing tribe, we were also shown a short scene of Baka, who won the challenge. Gabler kind of volunteered himself to be the fisher of the tribe, taking the Hawaiian sling because he has experience in spearfishing. Which is the same thing. Well, a spear gun and Hawaiian sling are two different things. <laughs> but it's still like you swim, you aim something, you hit. Mm-hmm. So it's still going to be a lot more experience versus someone who has no experience. Yeah. It was weird why they were kind of acting like it didn't mean a lot. Or I think it actually means a lot more than you think. Because like anticipating the fish darting and stuff like that, I think that matters a lot. Yeah. It's kind of just, he needs to learn how to use the wine sling, but he knows what to do. Yeah. It's like you're given a different gun. Yeah. At least you already know guns. Right? Something like that. And there's also the other girl who was like, you need to tie it to something so you don't lose it. Where it's like, I mean, yeah. I mean, she was kind of right. But again, she doesn't have experience of spearfishing. No, because <laughs> even just one look at the Hawaiian sling tells you that you tie it around your hand and it darts and then part of it is stuck to your hand. Yeah. So, <laughs> if you had to tie it to something, I'm sure it would have come with something to tie it to you with. Mm-hmm. Although the editing kind of made fun of Gabler when he was experimenting with the Hawaiian sling. There was even a laugh track. <laughs> was it or was it just someone laughing? Because <laughs> it could have been someone watching and laughing. Possibly, I guess. <laughs> it would have been weird if it was an actual laugh track. <laughs> In connection with that, Sammy and Gabler went out to fish. Then, wait, was it Sammy? I forget who went with Gabler. One of the guys was left behind along with the two women. And they were talking about the expiration date of Gabler's idol, which we also talked about in the previous episode. Mm -hmm. So they were also confused if it's his next two tribal councils or the first two tribal councils. So what they did was Janine looked through Gabriel's bag and found the note that came with the idol. And they did confirm that it's his first two travel councils. The thing is, it seemed like it was clear in the paper from the start. Hmm. It's just that the castaways don't clarify it when they say it to everyone else. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that's something to look out for whenever Baka goes back to tribal. Mm. because since it's expiring Gabler will probably play it <laughs> unless he's really confident <laughs> there is no reason not to play it is the thing so you would be surprised what people have done in the past <laughs> when it's really obvious they're going home but they don't play their idols 
<laughs> no, but this one is expiring. So it's literally useless if he doesn't play it. He might want a souvenir. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's still, there's really still no reason to play it. So, yeah. yeah. But we haven't been shown that Gabler is some strategic mastermind so far. I mean, but you don't need to be a mastermind. Either you play it now or you don't get yeah. to use it ever. So it disappears anyways. It's like you're full health and you have a potion, but you need to throw it away. You use it anyway. Like literally doesn't lose you anything to do it. So yeah, that is pretty obvious thing to do. But <laughs> the way he's being shown, I think that Gabler's not going to play that title. <laughs> I mean... I don't think so. What do you get for not playing it? Because people trust you more? Is that a thing? Yeah. Possibly. But, but you just explain to them that you play it because otherwise, why wouldn't you? Well, one thing is he could play it for somebody else. That's, oh, because he could give thing. it to someone else. Yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah oh, you, can you play it for someone else? Yeah. When you give it to Jeff, you say who you're playing it for. Okay. Yeah, then he should definitely use it regardless of for who it is. So yeah. there it is. So let's go to the tribe that lost the challenge. So that's Vessi, the red tribe. We were shown Noel and Justine talking about targeting NECA, which is understandable since NECA was a liability in the challenge. Then <laughs> they were obvious that they wanted to target NECA because when NECA was talking with her allies, she knew that the girls wanted to target mm. <laughs> I think it's because they're used to girls talking to each other and the other two girls weren't talking to her. Yeah. So yeah, that would be suspicious. <laughs> so at this point, so we know that Dwight has no vote. So we have five votes in that tribe. So the girls would be supposedly voting together. Then we have the alliance of Neka, Jesse, and Cody. At least in that early stage, it's pretty clear that Neka is safe. Unless someone turns. So you would have a 3-2 to two vote. Then Dwight has no vote. Jesse and Cody wanted to target Justine because they view her as a threat. And apparently, there was a kind of flashback scene. We were shown that Justine told Jesse that she's good at lying. Which, the same reaction that Jesse had. Why would you tell someone that? Mm. <laughs> she does feel like she would be stressful to be around. <laughs> like generally. I mean, in this game. Even if she were on your side, it still feels like it's stressful. So it sounds like just vote her out as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. So earlier, Jesse kind of proposed to Dwight <laughs> making him his island wife. <laughs> sure. And Jesse wanted to make sure that he and Dwight were on the same page. Which they weren't because Dwight wanted to actually target Cody and was wanting to work with the girls. This is when I kind of noticed that Jesse was playing kind of like a godfather kind of game. Although he's not completely in that style of play. The way that he's trying to maneuver around and be in the good graces of everyone and has control of his tribe. It's interesting. The next notable thing, right before tribal, Cody finds the Bear advantage. Which, since they were up 3-2... And he knew that they were up 3-2. It kind of doesn't make sense for you to look for an idol. <laughs> no, but he did say he didn't really look for an idol. He just took a walk and like, whatever I find. Yeah, okay. Because <laughs> you don't know. You might just find like food or, you know. <laughs> but yeah, so he did end up seeing a uh, bear advantage and... Beware. 
yeah, beware of that. Sorry for my pronunciation. <laughs> Which at that point you could have chosen not to take it, but so he's kind of the YOLO kind of guy, so he took the advantage. I think he just got too excited and forgot is the real thing. Cause like once he realized it, he knew it was stupid. I guess it was just oh an idol. Yeah, take it. <laughs> so what the beware advantage said was he has this idol bracelet which would activate only if he could get certain beads from his tribe members otherwise it's got no power and he has no vote until he gets those beads he talks to Jesse his ally about it and well, they were kind of pissed that, that he lost his vote those beads had to be given willingly he couldn't steal the beads so what he thought of was since he made Pom from what they call those, he made a leaf hat. <laughs> it was actually Jesse who thought of it. Ah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So what they planned out was the beads were for his hat so that it would be nice. Since that's in his character, he would wear it to Tribal Council. It does make sense. Like It seems like something he would do. Yeah. And the funny thing about it is since everyone's trying to not get voted out, everyone's cooperating to look nice, which stupidly worked out. Yeah. So. During the scene, we were just laughing. <laughs> you can see Justine. Yeah. And she was obviously fake about it. Like, oh yeah, you sure you can have mine. Like just trying to be nice. Yeah. But it was super fake. <laughs> but hey, even if it was kind of stupid, it worked. <laughs> mm. Although editing did do a good job, we were shown that Noelle was wearing her beads as a bracelet. I think it's what actually happened was she was being sarcastic about it. That, oh, I'm not going to give mine because I, I want mm-hmm. to wear two bracelets. Because she did talk in a sarcastic manner. Okay. But they cut it as if she wasn't. Mm. And then didn't show the giving of the thing until later. Which is, yeah, it made more sense when you think about it that way. Because the way she said she wasn't going to give it sounded super weird yeah so good job on anything not showing it so there was tension in the tribal if he had this vote or it would be a tie mm. then during tribal Cody <laughs> kind of revealed who their target was <laughs> Justine asked if Cody would make him a hat and he said if you're staying then yeah <laughs> which made sense because he had this vote like that doesn't make sense if he didn't have his vote. Yeah. But since it, he had his vote, like he knew that she was leaving. <laughs> yeah, but generally you still don't want to give people the idea that they're the ones going home. <laughs> I mean, it was too late anyway at that point. She could have played her shot in the dark. But yeah, anyway. Mm, yeah. I think she just panicked. That's why she voted for Cody. Mm. Oh, well, yeah, because Cody said that she was a target. So she kind of put back a vote on him. <laughs> mm. Bit of a spoiler there. Justine ended up voting for Cody. Then we also discussed... that. Well, they also discussed in the tribal about Dwight not having a vote. Which surprised Jeff that everyone knew. But Jeff also said that it's different when you're already on the island because obviously you want to keep it a secret. But Jeff said a really good line in trust is the only currency in the game. So... Yes, saying that you don't have a vote for the tribal is kind of stupid, but it builds trust with your tribe mates. I think it's fine if you don't need people to think you have a vote anyway, which is fine early game. Mm -hmm. 
But if it's like later game that you actually need people to think you have a vote, then it matters. Mm-hmm. So I think it's fine here. Then they also discussed strength in challenges or strength in general versus who you're aligned with. Because particularly in the early seasons, the focus was really on strength. Even if your ally was the one who's going to be voted out, you want to keep your tribe strong. But here, yeah, even if NECA is a physical liability, Jesse and Cody still wanted to keep her around. We then go on to the vote. It ended up three votes on Justine, one on NECA, then one on Cody. And we learn in the post-credit scene that Justine had voted for Cody. I still don't understand the logic of voting for Cody, though. <laughs> if NECA had an idol. Ah, then... Because she thought that they had the numbers. If everything was to plan, then every single person was voting for NECA. Other than NECA, obviously. Other than NECA, who was voting for her. Yeah. So if NECA had an idol, and everyone voted for NECA, and NECA voted for her, then she's going. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was at least to tie it. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. But then it would have also backfired if Cody just didn't have a vote. Then it would have been two for Justine. And then one each. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Yep. So it's not completely stupid. <laughs> yeah, there is some strategic sense there. So Justine ended up going home. And so no more Kira Knightley slash Angelina Jolie. <laughs> yeah. The upper part of her face is Kira Knightley and the lower part is Angelina Jolie. So, the love child. Yep. Yeah, then in the next episode preview which we shouldn't trust based on this this episode. Uh, potential feud between Jesse and Dwight, which was probably because of this tribal where Dwight was told that NECA was the one going home. Yeah, I think it's Dwight that's going next time. I mean, if the next time they lose. Because they're going to be end up fighting and stuff. Yeah. No, because his strategy doesn't make sense in the first place. And everyone's just going to see that. Mm, okay because like he is against voting for Justine for no reason I mean to him there's a reason but like in reality it doesn't make sense and everyone's gonna see that his logic doesn't make sense Mm -hmm. which is also scary people who have flawed logic is hard to reason with Mm -hmm. so you don't want to be around that so yeah then the other big thing we were shown in the preview was Gabler found out that Janine had gone through his bags so that's another potential mm. conflict there. So, what do you think of this episode? This episode is significantly better than the first. Mm-hmm. I think that the first one just had bad editing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this is definitely better than the first one in a lot of ways. That also might be why this one is extended and stuff like that. A lot of it is still YouTube editing, but a lot of it is also good. They also use vintage lenses in some shots for no reason at all. Like they just change into a vintage lens. I forgot who it is. It might have been Justine actually. Where they just showed her standing somewhere doing something in slow motion using a vintage lens. The one with the circular bokeh. There's a lens that has this certain look. Okay. And they specifically use it for a close-up on someone. Which is very YouTube. So what's the benefit of using that kind of lens? It looks nice. Okay. But it's it just looks different, basically. Mm. And it doesn't look bad. But it's like 
very specialized. If you're going to use that, use that for the whole thing. Mm. But just using it in some portions makes it look more YouTube. Mm. Which again, isn't necessarily bad, but it's just very YouTube. Yeah. So yeah. GR mentioned it. This is the first time in the show's history that they have an extended second episode. I think they made it extended because they still had a lot of footage. Was it specifically the first time there's an extended second episode? So like there could have been an extended third, fourth, or fifth episode? What does it mean? There have been times in the past where there would be like let's say halfway through there's an extended episode because it's a double vote out or something like that. So it's just really never an extended episode two specifically. So there could have been an extended three, four, five, six, seven... 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, etc. Yeah. So, okay. So, it's not that special. Because I thought it was like, it's the first time there's an extended episode that's not first finale or middle. Mm-hmm. But yeah, if it's specifically just episode 2. So, it's like nothing special. But yeah, other than the fact that they wanted to showcase more people, I didn't really see any reason why it was longer than the usual episode. <laughs> Maybe the the whole beware challenge thing yeah but that's something that you can put in a 42 minute episode maybe they already edited it Mm. and then like I don't know maybe they already edited it and then like okay tribal council is next and then he finds it but oh no we already edited day 4, 5 and then have to edit put this in now and it's just better to put everything in I don't know (laughs) So I do agree that this is better than the first one. This feels more like, aside from the not having the introductions, this feels more like a premiere episode. Mm-hmm. There's survival, building, hunting, blah, 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 everything. Feels good compared to the, yeah, just significantly better. Yeah. Oh yeah, since you haven't been watching Survivor in ages, did you notice that there's no more opening credits? The whole thing where they show everyone's faces and stuff. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> yeah, they haven't been doing that for a while now. <laughs> Just because people get voted out? I think they don't feel the need for it anymore. <laughs> because it takes, let's say it, it's a minute of opening credits. If that's a thing, then it's probably like they just have too much footage that they actually want to show. Mm-hmm. You would never remove one minute because that means one minute less footage that you have to show. Mm. So just the fact that they don't need that means there's just too much footage that they want to show. Yeah. So alliances are shaping up. We're seeing some politics within the game now. I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. So we'll see how it turns out. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Overanalyzing Survivor. Thank you as well to T4G Studios and Podcast Editors.online for making this podcast possible. If you may ask for a small favor, please share this podcast with your friends and family when you get the chance. It goes a long way in helping the show grow and is greatly appreciated. Once again, this has been your resident Survivor Geek Matt. And your Survivor is good again thinking JR. We'll see you again in the next episode. In the meantime, grab your torches and head back to camp. <laughs>